Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Psalm 110. The Lord gives dominion to the king. The Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool at your feet. The Lord will stretch forth your strong scepter from Zion, saying, Rule in the midst of your enemies. Your people will volunteer freely in the day of your power, in holy array from the womb of the dawn. Your youth are to you as the dew. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. The Lord is at your right hand. He will shatter kings in the day of his wrath. He will judge among the nations. He will fill them with corpses. He will shatter the chief men over a broad country. He will drink from the brook by the wayside. Therefore, he will lift up his head. Psalm 111, the Lord prays for his goodness. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. In the company of the upright and in the assembly, great are the works of the Lord. They are studied by all who delight in them. Splendid and majestic is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has made his wonders to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He has given food to those who fear him. He will remember his covenant forever. He has made known to his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are truth and justice. All his precepts are sure. They are upheld forever and ever. They are performed in truth and uprightness. He has sent redemption to his people. He has ordained his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do his commandments. His praise endures forever. Psalm 112, prosperity of the one who fears the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. How blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light arises in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious and compassionate and righteous. It is well with a man who is gracious and lends. He will maintain his cause in judgment, for he will never be shaken. The righteous will be remembered forever. He will not fear evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is upheld. He will not fear until he looks with satisfaction on his adversaries. He has given freely to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted in honor. The wicked will see it and be vexed. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked will perish. Psalm 113. The Lord exalts the humble. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. From this time forth and forever, from the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations. His glory is above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who is enthroned on high, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, with the princes of his people. He makes the barren woman abide in the house as a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord. In Psalm 110, you can see uh, God showing that this is what would happen if our rulers or our king um, were to be in line with God and God's wishes and obedient to his commandments. If we had a leader in any country around the world, if any nation had a leader who feared God and were, was one that would seek after God's direction, not just thinking that since now they have the power, they're the sole ruler, but to know that they're really here to do God's work. If that's the case, then he shows right here in 110 what happens. The enemies are nothing. He judges all the other nations against the nation that he is where he has blessed and is alongside with the current ruler. So that would be great if we could find that in our time. If we could have a ruler who is in the order of Melchizedek. Someone who not just out of lineage, but out of out of uh, what they do. They follow the biblical text into how to rule as a king. That would be awesome. Of course, we're not there. But you can see, even though we're not there, getting into 111 and 112 and 113. So... It shows you in 110, this is what life could be like if God, or it, it's not dependent on God, but if our ruler had a heart for God, whoever's in charge, if they would seek after God, God would be right by his side as he rules. But even if that's not the case, then you still have praises for the fact that God's still good. He's compassionate. He's he's loving. His covenant, whatever it is that he says will be, will be. It never fails. And um, I'll get back to my favorite scripture in Psalm 111. But 
Psalm 112, the prosperity of the one who fears the Lord. And the fact that those who humble themselves before God are blessed for it. Those in the scripture says, God blesses, he gives grace. It flat out says, God gives grace to the humble. That's not the grace of salvation. That is the grace, though, that covers our mistakes. The ones that Jesus died on the cross, so we'd have a way to heaven. But we still mess up, and grace covers that. It's not a punching a ticket to get back into heaven. It's when we fall, grace covers our mistake. We repent, we get back up, and we diligently try to not do it again. Well, he says, he grants grace to the humble. But if you sit next to him in pride, sitting, you don't get grace. He's not covering your prideful sin. He's covering your humility. Out of that humility comes that gift of grace. So God <clears throat> says, just be humble. Come before me. I will, uh, I mean, he needs to be praised for the fact that everything that he's there to provide, to protect, he's there to, <clears throat> to take care of our adversaries for us. He lifts up the poor. He lifts up those that are brokenhearted. He, he takes care of his people. And also, and then coming back to that humility, he lifts up the humble. Those who bow down and humble themselves before him, he lifts, his on a high, he lifts them on a high pedestal. He sets up those that are humble. The poor that are humble will be lifted up and they'll be sitting with princes. Those that humble themselves will be exalted well above whatever their, their stature is. So, now going back to Psalm 111. It's right at the end. And it's a very common scripture. It's very, it's quoted a lot. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You want wisdom in your life? You need to reverently bow down before him. You need to take physical action to drop to your knees to go before him and humble yourself. You fear the Lord, not out of, I'm afraid of the Lord. It's a reverence. It is a honoring fear. It is, <clears throat> he's the creator of everything. He's all, he sets kings up and he takes them down. He provides, he gives us life and he could take it away. He is the giver of all. So you should approach him reverently, knowing you don't want to go against him. And it should be out of love that we want to do what he asks, not out of fear. It's out of love. I want to please him because of everything that he has done for me and stuff that he's still going to do for me. I'm going to continue to just pour out because I didn't deserve any of it. And he did it for me. So when you can humble yourself, fall reverently before the Lord and fear the Lord, that's the beginning of wisdom. 
Wisdom is being able to see things from God's perspective. When you stand haughty and prideful, you're only seeing it from your own. And most of the time, you're wrong. You need to humble yourself and fear the Lord and you'll begin to understand. Father, thank you that that we can. We we have the opportunity. It's not it's not that you are so far from us, so distant from us, so unknown to us that we can't know your character. We we have no way of understanding who you are. We have no true relationship with you. That is not the case. I'm so thankful that you you love us so much that you allow us to get to know you. Father, I just pray that we could just spend more time in the word, more time in prayer with you as we come to you in worship and praise, that we could know you more and more. And as we come to know you more and more as our Lord, that you would continue to show us and reveal to us that wisdom on how you see the world, that we could understand what your love really means and that we can not try to love out of our own power, but we can try to love out of yours. And thank you that you pour so much into us that even that that overflows from our cup is enough that will satisfy and bless others. Father, just allow us to continue to be filled up that as our cup runs over, those blessings can pass on to other people. Thank you for all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.